What is happening, everybody? Welcome to the show, Harmonic Whiskey Tales. The weekend is here. The Formula One is on. I've been kind of productive today. Uh, I'm drinking tea, not whiskey, but it is only mid-afternoon, so I figure that's probably for the best. And I've run out, so what the fuck are you going to do? Um, so, yeah, productive day. Painted a table. Well, varnished it. And one chair. I got bored, so there's three more to do. Um, I have a very short attention span, so I think I did pretty well. I did that and then went and tinkered around with my car for a bit and then got bored of that. And then what else did I do? Did some washing. Bought the wrong screws for the car. I had to go back get more screws which turned out to be the right screws fix that fix that yeah fucking all sorts of shit but um still haven't painted the remaining three chairs so it looks like it's going to rain at some point maybe so we're going to just put that off so yes so today we're going to do probably a little rant about the formula one because why the fuck not (coughs) and a little preview about what's going on england defeated by Sri Lanka, which was a bit of a shame. We probably could have done it, but it was, I don't know, we were stitched up by the wicket. First time we played up at fucking Leeds. And they stitches up with a piece of shit, slow, sticky wicket. So it's just impossible to score on. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, we didn't play well enough, I guess, but still a bit of a fucking stitch up. But, you know, fuck it. Um... So everyone's losing their mind about it. But, you know, shit happens. It's only the second game we've lost. You could probably afford to lose a few games and still get through to the semis. So we're still third in the table. Um, You know, the next best place people who have also played six games who aren't in the top four uh, is Sri Lanka who beat us. And they're, they're a full win behind us. So we obviously have Australia, New Zealand and India to play. So it's three biggest teams who are in our group. So it kind of depends on, um, I guess, the lower down teams playing each other and seeing who wins out of those, really. But it's, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, we could suffer some sort of shock non-qualification for the semis, which would be a bit of a pain in the ass. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, This is just the uh, perils of being an English cricket fan, unfortunately. So you just have to kind of accept it. (laughs) We're going to have the odd shitty game. So hopefully we've got it out of our system. We're going to have a nice run through to the final. But uh, we'll see what happens. It could not happen and we'll go tits up and, you know, we'll have to fucking see what what we fucking see. So, um, yeah, anyway, we'll see what's going on. But shit happens. Life is the thing. Um, Okay. I think life is a thing. I don't know what the fuck that means. Jesus Christ. I'm a bit frazzled. I, the, also, the perils of um, being a cricket fan at the moment is having very little sleep because I stayed up and watched most of the game. And uh, I, I'm, I went to like 2 a.m. and it kind of became aware that we might lose. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to fucking stay up and watch us lose. That would be terrible. So I went to bed and still woke up at 6.30. So I'm tired uh, and a bit grouchy, but it might make things more entertaining now. So... Um, Formula One, France Grand Prix is coming up. Uh, they've, they've had the first practice sessions. I'll maybe do a little review of what's going on there. Um, Ferrari, I mean, all the talk is about this penalty from Canada. Everyone's still losing their fucking mind about it. Just, oh my God, shouldn't have fucking done it. All this shit. Ferrari actually challenged the penalty because they said, oh, we've got some convincing new information that's going to change their minds. And it's like, well, 
not really if you look at exactly what happened <laughs> i think it's pretty justifiable so um and their challenge has indeed been rejected so it's just like well what the fuck were you gonna what was gonna change like are you gonna overturn it and go oh, we'll give him the win back but it's like well hamilton knew he only had to stay within five seconds of him so he didn't push to try and overtake for the last 15 laps so you can't really hand it back because he said well you know I, I would have pushed and tried to get past him otherwise so or forced another mistake which I managed to do and then didn't sort of and he fucking cut the corner and cut me off so you know so I don't know anyway <laughs> they're just complaining about shit and they shouldn't do really they just focus on getting your car better and not fucking up so much and you might do a bit better but oh, anyway I'll have some tea oh great delicious so let's have it. I mean, maybe we'll just read that article quick. So Ferrari's attempt to overturn the penalty that cost Sebastian Vettel's victory in the Canadian Grand Prix has been rejected by Formula One officials. Uh, the team met with race stewards at the French Grand Prix on Friday to argue for a right to review the incident. Uh, but stewards found that Ferrari had presented no significant and relevant new elements, which were unavailable to the parties at the time. Uh, the decision means Ferrari is still waiting for a victory. Yeah, well, I don't know. Vettel said that he was disappointed, very disappointed. For myself, for the team, for the sport and the fans, just a disappointment. No, shut the fuck up, man. Just don't make mistakes and it wouldn't have been a fucking problem, would it? Just drive better. I mean, I know... I don't know. I don't know how hard it is. I've never driven one of them, but... I don't know. Uh, it was not just a decision, so we felt we had a chance, but the FIA, the world governing body, didn't share that opinion. Blah, blah, blah. Bitchy, bitchy, whiny, whiny. Um... It's just weird. I mean, some of the top drivers, some of the drivers are like, oh, no, it's weird. All the current drivers are saying it wasn't a penalty because they they want to be able to do that to someone, basically, and not get penalised. Um, so they're trying to set a precedent because they want to race like that. But um, if you look into the rules and you look at what happened and you look at... I mean, I'll try and break it down. I did this a bit the other week, but I'm going to do it again. So... He, basically the rules state if you come on the track in an unsafe manner you can be penalised for it and in this instance he made the mistake he went over the grass cut the corner came back on the track and cut Hamilton off almost pushed him into the wall Hamilton had to break or there would have been a collision and blah 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 that's what happened so they deemed it that he you know, came onto the track unsafely, which he did. He just went straight across. And yeah, you're going to be a bit out of control coming off the grass. But uh, someone posted a, uh, like a little, uh, like an ex-driver posted a little thing about it. And he showed in detail what was going on, where the car was, the steering inputs, where uh, Vettel was looking. And he had the car under control and just drifted the car right to block off the fucking, the exit of the corner where Hamilton was coming through. So he, he did block him off and every other driver would have done it. And every other driver admits that they would have done that. So, you know, it's, um, he just can't seem to take his penalty really. So uh, I don't know. And if, if you think about from Hamilton's perspective, he was <laughs> in a very close second and pushing Vettel and it became apparent to him that he couldn't get past Vettel on the straights because they had just, they had too much straight line speed. So even if Hamilton could stay into DRS, which he did on some occasions, he still didn't have the speed to be able to get past him on the straight. So he knew he couldn't get past him, basically. So the, his only other way of attacking was to stay as close to Vettel as he could and try and force the mistake. 
like put pressure on him so Vettel was aware of him behind him and knowing that one little mistake and how much he's going to get through and that's exactly what he did he put the pressure on he, he, he stayed within a second for like 20 fucking laps or whatever it is and I mean they were both driving incredibly it was amazing to watch and then sure enough boom Vettel makes a mistake he cuts the corner Hamilton sees his opportunity he tries to go through and gets cut off and it's like oh fuck and um and that's where we got to and it kind of yeah the last 15 laps or whatever it was was a bit you know it was a bit annoying because it would have been really exciting but I guess it was leading up to that and that's what happened and it was like boom Hamilton should have got through and then maybe we've seen a fight from Vettel behind him and really (laughs) I said this before as well but Vettel should have realized what he'd done let Hamilton through and then get past him on the straight because he had so much more straight line speed on that straight that he it's all he had to do even if it was not on that same lap he could have just stayed with him for a few laps and just um because they had pretty much equal pace so they weren't going to run away from it um so yeah he should have just let him straight through then the the race stewards would have deemed oh okay he's realized he's made a mistake and come on unsafely and he should have lost the place so he's given Hamilton the place that's his punishment effectively they would have gone okay no further inquiry needed he's dealt with it you know himself which if you tend to do that they leave you alone so if he'd done that boom Hamilton goes through he stays up with him two or three corners later he's coming round to the back part of the track and that big long straight where he's got like six tenths of a second on Hamilton like 15 kilometers an hour or something plus DRS which gives you another 15 kilometers an hour he'd have just breezed past him on the straight got straight past him boom and he's ahead again um and then you've served your penalty effectively because you've given up the place and then you've got your place back all legitimately and boom there's your there's your race win but he's um I don't know if the drivers think like that in that sense or whether they've whether they can think in those terms during the race and when you're trying to drive a car at 200 miles an hour around a racetrack like <clears throat> I don't know um so yeah oh, that's what I'd have done it maybe I don't know but if I was a strategy guy I'd, that's what I told Vettel like mate let him fucking through right now and then we'll deal with it and you get past him and then hopefully that won't give us a penalty but that was the only way you could have avoided that penalty I think um, and then but he didn't do that he got the penalty lost his five seconds boom you're done so um, I think it's totally fair what happened um, I don't get why people are getting their knickers in a twist about it just fucking deal with it just do better next time you know stop fucking bitching and whining don't waste time resources and effort on putting shit together to put a review together that you know you're not going to fucking win anyway you know just focus on the next race and focus on winning that race bringing improvements to the car bringing improvements to your mindset for your drivers not fucking up qualifying like you did for Leclerc and you know in Monaco just you know look I don't know just it's too negative you've got to be positive look forward look to progress look to improve realise you made a mistake and go yeah I made a mistake fuck it sucks that they gave me a penalty and I lost the race but it is what it is let's move on next race because you know they're coming into this race now with this cloud over them and Mercedes boom are dominating again in the first two practice sessions so um, let's actually go to that now nice little segue there Um, let's have a look first practice session I'm just reading off the BBC site off the sport Formula 1 section 
So Lewis Hamilton led Valtteri Bottas in a Mercedes 1-2 in first practice at the French Grand Prix. Hamilton was just 0. 0.069 seconds ahead of the Finn. Oh, it's very close. With uh, Charles Leclerc third, 0.373, so 0.4 seconds off the pace. Um, Ferrari will focus on a review hearing, blah, blah, blah. Idiots, just focus on the fucking race you're in. Jesus Christ. <coughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. They were just talking about that bollocks. Uh, Vettel was fifth. He was behind Verstappen. Um, he was a second off. So, you know, you got to get your mind on the game, mate. Um, <coughs> there's a few issues with the track. Uh, so this is in the... Um, uh, it says French Grand Prix, so it's the Paul Ricard circuit, which was initially like a test circuit. Um, so if you see it on TV, you'll see all these mad like blue and red stripes, obviously for the French colours, like the flag. But the um, what's interesting is, is so there's big wide runoff areas, and you'll you'll notice that the the track there's multiple corners, and it all weaves through, and and they they effectively mark out the Formula One circuit. But there's loads of other corners and ways to go around the track because it's a test circuit, um, which I'd find fucking confusing if I was driving it. Jesus, go down the wrong way or something. Um, but it does mean there's large runoff areas. And then rather than being there being gravel traps, which help slow the car down if you go off, which stops them going on the wall and having like a really bad accident, the, the striped painted lines off the track, which you'll notice if you see it, um, they actually help, they're kind of rough, so they help slow the car down if it's sliding across it. Um, or if you're braking on it, you brake a bit better. So the blue lines are nearer the, the circuit, and they offer a certain amount of resistance, and then the red lines are generally closer to the wall, which act as a, which are much rougher and help slow the car down even more. So it's this really clever system they've got. So you don't ever get your car stuck in the sand or in the gra gravel or whatever. So stuck in the sand, they're not fucking dune buggies. But um, so yeah, I thought that's kind of cool. So it's like real high end test circuit, but it's a, it's a good circuit. And there was something like 42 passes last year. So it's a good circuit for passing on. So the racing is going to be good. Um, people can pass on it. Uh, so it should be a good race. And Mercedes, while they are looking dominant after these first two practice sessions, um, you know, Renault up in the mix, Red Bull are, Verstappen's just driving so well, he's always going to be up in the mix. Ferrari are looking good, so they just need to but get the balance tuned in a bit. Um, Pierre Gazzi's looking good, McLaren's are looking good, so it's going to be good. Like Renault... Um, have upgraded their engine, engine for Ricardo um, and some aerodynamic upgrades, um, which they're hoping are going to improve the car. Um, <laughs> the Toro Rossos have got upgraded Honda engines. Um, so uh, some of them are having to... I think Toro Rosso's Daniel Kvyat is going to start from the back of the grid because he's used too many engine parts so far this season. But they're kind of using Toro Rosso as a test team for Red Bull. So Honda are just giving them engines whenever they can to um, try and get that engine better. So that's working well for them. That's so one thing I think Mercedes are missing is like a little junior team that they can just test shit out on. Um, and it seems like they've got a problem with too many awesome drivers and not enough race seats. So it does surprise me that they didn't... Um, it surprised me they didn't buy <coughs> Force India and turn it into a, like a Mercedes B team, essentially, and just support them. And, and then they dictate who drives those cars because, you know, they've got this incredible driver in um, Ocon 
this French driver, Ocon, who's amazing, and he doesn't have a race seat, and it doesn't look like he's going to get one next year. I mean, I don't know where he's going to go. So it th- that's a real shame um, from my point of view because it'd be great to see him on the grid because he's also, he's uh, he's feisty, like he, he's a racer. So, you know, he's world championship material. Like there's certain drivers that have that kind of attitude that don't give anything away. And um, he's one of them, and it's, it's a shame he hasn't got a drive. So, but yeah, with Mercedes not really having that many engine suppliers and teams they have control over, it's hard for them to, um, yeah, to get their drivers into some drives at the moment. But anyway, what are you going to do? <coughs> Sorry, I need a little tea sip. I'm getting a bit croaky. Ah, oh, delicious Earl Grey. I kind of want a cookie with it, but you don't want to hear me eating. So let me go to practice session two. Oh, fuck. Here we go. <coughs> so, um, now that's the same fucking one, you fucking fuck. Where is it? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, practice two. So, let's have a look. Bottas was fastest. So, they've gone around in one minute 30.9. So, let's say one minute 31. And that's in a practice session. That's already a second quicker than last year's practice session. Um, and they, they were supposed to have slowed the cars down this year. <laughs> it's not fucking working. Um, and you know what's mad is the LMP1 cars, which are those big, mad hyper cars that race around Le Mans. Um, they're those kind of crazy looking things that are fast as fuck. They go around in like one minute 40. <laughs> so it's just mad how quick the Formula 1 cars are. Like it's fucking crazy. So um, yeah, so it was still a Mercedes 1-2 in practice 2. Hamilton was three temps down on Bottas. Uh, then you got Leclerc, who was two temps down on Hamilton, so that's good from him. Um, Vettel, pretty much bang on to Leclerc's time, so they're winning, winning a few temps, so that's good for Ferrari. Um, Norris from McLaren, 1 minute 31.8, so he's still about a second off the pace, or just under, but that's pretty good from him. Um, you know, Right up there with Verstappen, who was two temps down on him. Science from McLaren, so they're turning up this weekend, that's looking really good for them. Uh, Gasly for Red Bull still struggling but uh, in the mix but he needs to God like, he must be under pressure at Red Bull they're just really oh, they just they, they push their drivers massively so hopefully he's getting his, his um, head head right and getting it he, he's definitely improving so that's good for him and it's his home race so hopefully he has a good good race this this, um, this uh, race so uh, Raikkonen for Alfa Romeo in ninth Magnussen for Haas Giovinazzi for Alfa Romeo. So Alfa Romeo's are looking good. That's interesting. Uh, Renault for Ricardo, 12, 133 dead. So, yeah, I mean, that's like two seconds off the pace, man. That's pretty shit, actually. What's going on with Renault? What you were doing well, motherfuckers. Although they tend to actually hide away a bit in the second practice, I've noticed. And then they just, I think because it's so competitive, they don't want to show their hand. And then they just turn up the engine a bit and boom, they're they're going to be up. If McLaren are doing a 131.8, that Renault are going to get close to that because they seem to be getting close to each other. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. And then you've got Williams still at the back. They're getting closer to racing point though. It's impressive. They're they're clawing it back. They really are. They're doing they're doing a good job. They're they're clawing the time back. So um Kubica's still moaning about his car that Russell's getting better parts than him. It just seems like fucking hell, mate. Just stop fucking complaining and oh, I'm sure he isn't. <laughs> it's just oh 
it's, it's a bit weird. I don't know that Cuba's going to Cuba's going to last. Like Russell's just outperforming him all over the place. So, which is impressive for Russell. But Russell's got to be in a better car. I'm so frustrated for him. Hopefully, he gets in a better car. But um, anyway. Uh, Verstappen and a Hamilton had a little coming, not coming together, but Hamilton lost his car and basically drifted it sideways through this corner. It looks fucking awesome. If you can see the footage, if you go to the Formula One, so at F1 on, on uh, Instagram, uh, you can see the clip of Hamilton like losing his car and then just holding it sideways straight through the corner. Um, it was pretty cool, actually. Like he did well not to lose it and go into a wall or anything. So, um, but he, when he came back on the track, he kind of, he came onto the edge of the track, but Verstappen was behind him and he kind of got in his way a little bit and it messed up Verstappen's lap, but they didn't do anything about it because this is a practice session. It doesn't really matter, but he could have been penalised for that, but he got away with it. So, um, But to be fair, Verstappen could see he had problems, so he should have really expected something. Well, I don't know. Anyway, what are you going to do? I'm trying not to be too fucking biased about um, Hamilton because, as you know, I'm a bit of a fan. So, um, but I am a bit biased. So, what are you going to do? Um, I think <coughs> that's probably yeah, that'll do. I think. I mean, the quality is on tonight, so I'm going to watch that. That should be good. So that's um, if we're in Australia, which I am. Uh, let's have a look. Dot com. I'm just going to go to the F1 page and see if they... Because I think they're quite clever. They they have the times of the races and then... Uh, and then they tell you what time it's going to be on in Australian time. Yes. So I love that. It's so clever. So... Uh, practice 3, if you want to watch that, is going to be on at 8pm tonight. Um... Let me just go to the cricket quick and tell you who's playing the cricket tonight. Um, oh, God. I can't believe we lost. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do? Um, fixtures. I want a second. So India, Afghanistan tonight, 10.30am. Uh, so that'll be 7.30pm. And then West Indies, New Zealand. So come on the West Indies. Beat New Zealand. That'd be awesome if you could do that. Uh, India. I don't. Well, I'd like to see Afghanistan win, but they're not going to beat India. They get stitched up on a sticky, shitty wicket like we had yesterday. You never fucking know. But anyway. So uh, India-Afghanistan game will be quite... Excuse me. be quite entertaining. Good atmosphere. It's in Southampton at the Aegeus Bowl. So um, really great venue. Hopefully good weather. Um, West Indies-New Zealand's at Old Trafford. So it's a big scoring game. I'd like to see West Indies get a score and do well. They're my number two team. So yeah, I'd like to see them do well. They've got potential, but... Oh, they're just, I don't know, not quite gelling as a team, I think. <clears throat> so, yeah, the Formula One. So, yeah, qualifying. So, practice from 8 p.m. tonight, Australian time. Uh, that's 8 till 9. And then qualifying is on from 11 p.m. until midnight. So, um, probably 10 p.m. the TV show will start with lots of bump and um various silly fucking things that they do which is quite entertaining sometimes so um but the actual qualifying starts at 11 p.m and then the race uh on 23rd of june on sunday will be at uh 10 past 11 p.m in australia um i'll probably uh i'll do a qualifying review tomorrow morning once i've watched it i'll watch it tonight but i'll i'll do that in the morning and then the race i'll do monday once i get home from work um, 
So, uh, yeah, we'll have the review then. So we'll be kind of a, a day behind on that just because of the old time difference. Um, unless I'm up watching cricket, which I could well be. But I'll try not to be. He's playing Sunday. Pakistan, South Africa. Um, that'd be interesting. I kind of want South Africa to win just so that anyone close to us in the table, I don't want them to win. That's basically what I'm doing now. So, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, We've got England playing Australia next. God, I hope we fucking beat him. Playing at Lords. Mm. It's going to be interesting. And then I'm just trying to see who Sri Lanka have got. Sri Lanka are playing South Africa. Oh, I hope South Africa beat them. Come on, South Africa. Sort your fucking shit out. That's at the chest of the street. Um, Pakistan, Afghanistan, New Zealand, Australia. I'm just trying to see England, India. That's going to be a good game. That's on Sunday or next Sunday. Sri Lanka, West Indies. Oh, West Indies, please beat Sri Lanka. You'd hope they would, but oh, I don't know. Sri Lanka are playing well. I mean, maybe they're, you know, fucking hell. God. It's going to be a stressful run up to the fucking thing. I'm just, oh, God. This is a problem. I wasn't too bothered about the World Cup initially, but I'm more bothered about the Ashes. I'm, I'm more into my test cricket, but... I'm getting into it now, and now it's stressing me out because just being an England fan in any fucking sport is fucking stressful. So, except Formula One with Hamilton because he's fucking awesome. So everyone needs to, you know, take a leaf out of his book, I think. Just be awesome. So there we go. Um, right, that's enough waffling. I've waffled far too much. I was going to maybe have a rant about some other shit, but um, some news and blah de blah de blah But I don't think I will. Um, maybe I'll do that tomorrow um, because we're going to have a... Well, I've got the... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but thanks for tuning in. Um, sorry if it's a bit waffly. I don't know. I, I didn't rant. I thought we were going to rant more, but I didn't. So I think that was probably good. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with some quality updates and what's going on at the French Grand Prix. Um, and maybe some other little rants. We'll see. But uh, anyway... That'll do. Thanks for tuning in. That was Harmonic Whiskey Tales. Uh, email at podcast.harmonicwhiskeytales.com. Uh, if you want to come on the show, give me a shout. Uh, we're going to have... Um, uh, so me and the unicorn were talking about this guy, this artist. Um, he's going to come on and chat, and we're going to get silly and have a little natter about life, the universe, and everything. Uh, that's probably going to be next weekend, so that should be quite good fun, having an extra guest on. So um, I can finally start using my third mic. Although, where is the third mic? I've currently got a hat on that stand. Um, oh, there it is. So, yeah, that'll be good. Um, so, yeah, cheers for uh, tuning in, and we'll be back tomorrow. Cheers, guys. Bye.